Welcome to ETF TV News, your update on newly issued exchange-traded funds and products. I'm Dan Barnes. Joining me today is Isabel Boussier, Head of Quantitative and Index Management in the Multi-Asset Quantitative and Solutions Division at BNP Paribas Asset Management, and also Debbie Furr of ETF GI. Debbie, can I start with you today? Can you give us a bit of an update on what products we saw listed over the previous week? There were 33 new listings last week and 33 cross listings. So it takes us to 330 year to date in terms of new listings and 399 cross listings. We saw products come to market from 22 issuers. They were listed on 10 exchanges covering products from 11 index providers. Eight of the products were active. 27 were focused on equity benchmarks. There were thematics, buffer, China was again in focus, including Connect products. There were three products on VIX, three ETNs, and one that was ESG and one fixed income. And taking that ESG point, I'd like to turn to Isabel. Isabel, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. BP Paribas Asset Management listed a high-yield SRI fossil-free ETF last week. Could you tell us a bit about the index? The index is the Bloomberg Barclays MSCI Euro High Yield SRI Sustainable X Fossil Fuel Bond Index. Quite a long name. <laughs> it's a fixed rate yield corporate bond benchmark that follows the rule of Bloomberg Barclays Euro Corporate High Yield Index. And to be eligible for the index, bonds must have a minimum amount of outstanding of Euro 250 million euros. It includes issuers with MSCI ESG rating of double B or higher, and exclude issuers that are involved in business activities that are restricted according to predefined business involvement screens and issuers with a red MSCI ESG controversy score. With this, we intend to offer investors strong ESG filters, strong ESG ratings, excluding any ties to fossil fuel activities. We've seen a lot of interest in ESG when it comes to equity investing. I'm curious as to where you see demand right now for fixed income in the ESG space. Our client base is mostly European, and we see a lot of demand coming from asset managers, but also private banks, wealth managers that need to diversify their portfolios. More and more, they're building their asset allocation around ESG as a whole. And obviously, they were a missing toolbox for them, which was a euro high yield. This is one of the reasons why we came up with the product. Has SFDR raised awareness of the various levels of ESG investing? SFDR is certainly a big topic across all the discussion that we have with clients right now. I mean, it started a few months ago, obviously. There were already quite a lot of discussion around ESG labels because people were expecting this to happen. But the focus of the discussion has been around the classification of product under SFDR. And yes, it's a, it's a big theme. And obviously, it's going to push more and more those asset managers and the wealth manager to invest into ESG including in corporate bonds, every type of asset class, actually. Thinking about your business at BMP, what is your kind of geographic and client segment focus for your ETF business? We are most strong in our core markets, which are the French market, German-speaking countries, Italy, Spain. And this is where we've made the most progress in the last few years in terms of raising assets with our clients. We're not intending to be a supermarket of ETF. We're intending to be very focused in uh, ESG specifically, not only on the fixed income side, as you saw with the new launches, but also in any type of ESG thematic products. This is what we launched in the last few years around blue economy, circular economy. So we intend to be more 
focus and specialist into an area, which is ESG, which is, as you know, right now quite appropriate, knowing that it's very important for a lot of our clients to build their location. What is your outlook for the rest of 2021? What we've seen in the last two years is a growing appetite for EAG once again, and notably for thematic. What we're seeing is a lot of fund of fund looking to include more thematic into their allocation, and they're trying to include thematic that makes sense for their investors and notably retail investors. So there's a lot of things happening at a regulatory level in every country. In France, uh, what is called uh, La Loi Pacte. The PACT law has brought a lot of attention to EAG as well. You know, it's impressive, the growth that we've seen in the last two years, and we believe it's going to continue this way and accelerate, actually, with SFDR, with the MIFI2 coming up and imposing more and more in terms of EAG disclosure and imposing more and more the choice for EAG for investors. That was great, Isabel. Thank you so much for your insights today. Thank you very much for having me on the show today. Thank you. Debbie, can you give us a bit more colour on some of the issuance we saw over the previous week? Sure. I think when we look at the issuance, I find it interesting how when we see something launching in some of the Asian markets, rather than just having one issuer launch something, we have three launching S&P, VIX, ETNs this week out in uh, Korea. So it tends to be very much kind of a herd mentality. If one does it, there's a bunch that follow. And we are seeing active ETFs continuing to grow. The other trend we're seeing in the industry is again, a focus on fees. So we've seen a number of firms, whether it's iShares, DWS, State Street, announcing fee cuts on their products on the annual costs that they charge. Unfortunately, that is a feature that many investors look at first when they look at ETFs. They really should be looking at other factors and making sure it is the right product they're selecting. But we are finding that lower cost ETFs are attracting the majority of assets And that definitely is happening in the plain vanilla space. And other than that, we've seen more filings for uh, crypto ETFs. So I think at some point this year, we will likely see a product listed in the US. That's great. Debbie, that's really interesting. Thank you again so much. Thank you.